as boys lines. As bold as lions. As bold as lions. As bold as lions. You're listening to the As Bold as Lions podcast. Hello and welcome. My name is Derek, and it's so good to have you join me today for another episode of the As Bold as Lions podcast. Hope your your day, your week, your month, whenever this finds you, uh, that you are well, and uh, hopefully you are encouraged by what you hear over the next 20 to 30 minutes or so. Um, we are going into the summer and uh, starting a new series of podcast episodes. It's um, one that I've covered before, but it's called Summer of Psalms. And I think I come into this series with a, a bit of a feeling of relief and just a kind of a fresh ah type of uh, uh, emotion um, hitting me, just knowing that this series, which um, these summer of Psalms is, it, it means summer is, is here. Summer has finally landed. And, um, you know, whenever you may come ac- across this podcast and, and these episodes, you may be in the midst of summer or it may be uh, in the winter. Who knows when it, it will be, but you can just be reminded of that feeling you get when you think about summer days, as you think about um, just how how to spend a lazy summer day, if if that brings you some some warmth and some uh, gladdens your heart a little bit. I, I think of maybe picking up a good book, um, just soaking in a bit of sun. Um, maybe you've got a, a cold beverage nearby. For me, it's maybe a, a glass of iced coffee or a sweet tea as we're in the South. Um, so one of those things, maybe it just brings to mind something like that. Maybe you're in the middle of, of winter and, and you're longing for a day of, of summer or, or vice versa. But um, as I get to this, this episode and these podcasts, um, just kind of a refreshing feeling of we made it this far. So um, 2022 has been uh, its own share of ups and downs, but we are, we are thankful for the Lord's goodness. And hopefully as we go into these episodes, there's a lot that can remind us of that again. Um, all of this being said, it's not to say that the next few weeks are just smooth sailing and a, a lot of fluff type of material. Um, there, there's, there's a lot in the Psalms to, to teach us and instruct us. And, you know, there's some heavier topics that we've uh, gone into this year. And I guess that's just been kind of the course of how things have gone and, and what God's maybe laid on my heart to go into. But um, it's nice to dig in a little bit more deliberately to the word of the Lord, um, especially into the Psalms. Not to say that we haven't done a lot of that already, but to kind of go directly there and, and just uh, see what, what is uh, in these passages. 
there's there's something about the psalms that to me they they're the words of encouragement like almost nothing else that i i read um something that just lifts my heart when when i consider the words and a lot of times when i get done reading some some passage where there's especially just something that hits me i'm i'm like why don't i just spend more time here this this is such good stuff. It's, it's such meaningful content every time that I pick it up, um, especially in the Psalms. And I'm, I'm coming into these chapters later on in the year in my, my Bible readings as I'm kind of, um, taking this uh, course through the last three years in the Bible that I'm in and finally kind of getting into the Psalms and then we'll be finishing up the rest of, uh, of, of the Bible. Um, for what, for what my, my plan was. And, uh, but it's, it's nice to kind of get into them a little earlier through these podcasts. Um, so the, the aim here is for the next four weeks is to go into, uh, a particular Psalm, an individual Psalm each week and just, uh, to find out what, what it says to us, um, and if how it affects our lives in the here and now. And you may have known we did this series last year in the in the summer. Um, if you've if you're looking for more content, um, if you like this type of uh, material and just format, I'd encourage you to go back. Um, I think there are four or five that that were in June or July of last year, and it's just almost like a devotional type of thing where. You can have your Bible handy right there and, and perhaps jot notes if you're into that. And you can use it as sort of a Bible study for your own benefit and encouragement. If that's something that um, you'd like to do, I'd encourage you to do that, both with these new ones coming out and to revisit some ones from last year. Um, as I did last time and we'll do again is to introduce the uh, the psalm and our time together by by simply reading the psalm in, it, in its entirety. In today's uh, psalm I've titled "Taste and See." It's Psalm thirty four. It's twenty two verses long, kind of an average length for a psalm, maybe a little bit longer than than some. But this psalm is what is called an acrostic poem. Um, that means that each successive line of the first verse um, of the line begins with the first, it goes through the, the Hebrew alphabet, basically. And I'm stopping right here to edit this because I I think that's confusing how I just said that. Basically, you take the psalm and if you were, if it was in Hebrew and we understood Hebrew, we would see each line, each line starts with a letter of the Hebrew alphabet and it goes through um, in succession in order from like first to last. And I'm not sure what the first uh, Hebrew letter is and what the last one is. But if we knew that, if we understood Hebrew, we would see that. And that's actually, um, that's actually something that takes quite a bit of skill to do. If you think about the English language in our alphabet. We start with a poem and each time you started a new line, you had to start with, well, first we start with A and then we start with a word that has the letter B and, and so on and so forth. And you do that all the way through the psalm. So David, who is writing this, is um, able to put all of that together, able to 
use this as inspired by the Lord because we believe this is um, included in the Bible because it is divinely inspired. And he's able to to write this this all down, and um, that to me is is a pretty cool thing as a songwriter, as somebody who can admire the the skill and the talent that it takes to put that together. Pretty cool. So an acrostic poem. Keep that in the back of your mind. We are going to read Psalm thirty four now. Just uh, if you want to have your Bible in front of you, great. If not, you can just listen along. The version that I'm reading these out of is the English Standard Version, the ESV. Um, you may find the NIV or um, things like the the New Living Translation. They're a little bit more um, uh, paraphrased, but sometimes a little easier to understand. Not say paraphrase, but the translation is isn't quite as word for word as. Um, ESV, and as you go uh, towards some things that are a little bit more, um, I guess, word for word, literal, uh, um, trying to think of what the on the, the spectrum of, of different translations where they fall. But anyway, here is Psalm 34. I will bless the Lord at all times. His praise shall continually be in my mouth. My soul makes its boast in the Lord. Let the humble hear and be glad. O magnify the Lord with me, and let us exalt his name together. I sought the Lord, and he answered me, and delivered me from all my fears. Those who look to him are radiant, and their faces shall never be ashamed. This poor man cried, and the Lord heard him, and saved him out of all his troubles. The angel of the Lord encamps around those who fear him, and delivers them. O taste and see that the Lord is good, blessed is the man who takes refuge in him. O fear the Lord, you his saints, for those who fear him have no lack. Verse 10. The young lions suffer want and hunger, but those who seek the Lord lack no good thing. Come, O children, listen to me. I will teach you the fear of the Lord. What man is there who desires life and loves many days that he may see good? Keep your tongue from evil and your lips from speaking deceit. Turn away from evil and do good. Seek peace and pursue it. The eyes of the Lord are toward the righteous, and his ears toward their cry. The face of the Lord is against those who do evil, to cut off the memory of them from the earth. When the righteous cry for help, the Lord hears and delivers them out of all their troubles. The Lord is near to the brokenhearted and saves the crushed in spirit. Many are the afflictions of the righteous, but the Lord delivers him out of them all. Verse 20, he keeps all his bones, not one of them is broken. Affliction will slay the wicked, and those who hate the righteous will be condemned. The Lord redeems the life of his servants, none of those who take refuge in him will be condemned. Okay, so Psalm 34, a lot of good stuff there, and probably some things that you have heard before or familiar with, sometimes some repetition in the psalm, so you hear certain themes um, kind of come back again. And this episode, I titled Taste and See, um, that comes from verse 8, which is a fairly famous verse in the Bible, um, oh, taste and see that the Lord is good, blessed is the man who takes refuge in him. And we're going to talk about that more as we move forward. But as I've gone through this passage, which is seen as a psalm of thanksgiving, there are basically three sections that stand out to me. And then from those three sections, I've 
put those together as the main points for our discussion. You could go um, a whole host of different ways on this, but this is kind of what um, I've seen as I've fleshed this out a little bit. It seems like there's some logical flow as the psalmist takes us not through just his own experience in the Lord, but the experience he wants to share and hopefully see others have as well. So that being said, his first theme and our first point is simply, I will praise the Lord. Verse one, I will bless the Lord when at all times. And then he doubles down. He says, his praise shall continually be in my mouth. And it makes me think of this worship song you may have heard. It's called Ever Be. Your praise will ever be on my lips. He boasts in the Lord. And finally, in these first three verses, he's encouraging others to join him. Let us exalt his name together. It's just kind of a... Um, starts off with praise, encouraging praise in the assembly. Um, just that's where he's going right off the bat. And these, these first sections set the tone here. They kind of serve to draw us in, putting praise front and center. At the same time, they're, they're challenging us here. Praise the Lord continually. Well, what does that look like? And is, is that even possible? Well, if the psalmist does it and it marks his life, maybe it can be a marker in our lives as well. And that's this is something to ponder as we move forward, this idea that I will praise the Lord continually. How do we do that? So this first point, very simply, I will praise the Lord, that foundation being laid. We get to the next point that he makes. Why should I praise the Lord? He delivered me. So why should I praise the Lord? Well, he's going to tell us he delivered me. And at this point, I have to, I have to kind of take a step back and just say that as I read this and as I've been kind of going through this psalm and studying it a little bit, I, I kind of hear this old gospel tune start to take shape. This kind of look what the Lord has done sort of feel. You know, maybe you can kind of. Um, hear that in the background as you're kind of contemplating. He's like, look what the Lord has done. Kind of a, just get down, get your praise on kind of a, kind of a tune. And um, that that's just what I'm feeling. Maybe I'm kind of weird here and it's just me, but this next section where he's saying, uh, why, why should we praise the Lord? Why am I going to praise the Lord? Well, he delivered me. And this is where David is making it personal He's, he's telling us why he's praising the Lord in this continuous, nonstop manner. Like, I'm continually going to praise the Lord. Here's why. Well, I sought the Lord and he answered me. He delivered me from all my fears. What are his fears? We can, we can kind of pick up from the next few verses. He's talking about the, the poor man. And this is, um, into, uh, the poor man cried and the Lord heard him. This is verse six. We can think about whether he's poor in money, he's poor in health, he's poor in stature. We don't know exactly, but he is heard and he's saved by the Lord out of all his troubles. Also, fear of the enemy in battle. In verse seven, the angel of the Lord encamps around those who fear him and delivers them. This, this idea that he's, he's in this battle 
and he's afraid of of what it could happen in the in against the enemy and the angel of the lord comes and delivers brings deliverance so he sought the lord he answered me and delivered me from my fears all this gives us some background and some understanding into what's going on in david's life and why he says he praises god and it reminds us that God is able to calm fears. He's able to deliver from the enemy. He's able to save us when we are we are poor and, and downtrodden. And it's all building up to what really is going to be the rest of the psalm, the offering to anyone who's hearing these words or reading these lines. It's, hey, this is what God can do for you as well. The rest of this passage is, is full of this these tremendous promises that we we stay claim to and we lay we lay hold of because we are children of the inheritance. So very simply, he's he's saying, "I will praise the Lord." He's going in the second point. You may ask, "Why should I praise the Lord?" Well, He delivered me. Third and final point that I I see or kind of theme of this psalm is, if you trust in the Lord, this is what He will do for you. The, the bridge verse or the transition kind of point of all this for me here is really verse 8. We talked about that. Oh, taste and see that the Lord is good. Blessed is the man who takes refuge in him. Here's the point at which we're basically commanded to check this out for ourselves. Taste and see. Now, have you ever been uh, somewhere where someone gives you a taste test or like a, a food sample of something, maybe you're in the grocery store. Um, used to see it all the times when I, I'd go to uh, a place like Sam's Club or somewhere like that, and they'd they'd have these people around the grocery area, just always giving you samples. Of course, they want you to to try it and then and then go pick it up and and take it home and buy it. But uh, and I I don't really cook, but you know. In this example, I'm I'm trying to uh, put my chef hat on and, and just think about this for a second with me. Let's say I'm making some sort of, of soup. I think of something that's really just full of flavor, um, spices, uh, different things that just just bring out this amazing, um, wonderful. You know, smells good, tastes good. Um, you know, it's maybe at this thick, creamy type of soup. Maybe it's full of meat and um, all these seasonings and stuff. And uh, I'm, I'm thinking maybe of, of something you'd order at Olive Garden or somewhere like that, that you just, you go back and you, you get that every time you go there because it's just this amazing um, dish that you, you want to get again and again. And I'm just like, hey, I'm, you're in, I'm, I'm cooking this, and I, you're in my kitchen, and I'm like, you gotta, you gotta try this. This is, this is really good. You gotta try this. And that is how I envision David talking about the Lord here. He's saying, this is so good. You've got to, you've got to taste this. You have to experience it. The Lord is is truly good, and you got to see it for yourself. But you might be asking, well, how, how is he good? I'm glad you asked. He goes on and he, he tells us, and again, these are these benefits and these promises that are afforded to the righteous. We see in verse 15, his eyes are towards you. Verse 15 and 17, he hears you. Verse 18, he is near to you and will deliver you. Verse 22, 
he redeems you. Many are the afflictions of the righteous, but the Lord delivers him out of them all. That's verse 19. Just amazing promises here. And as I think about this, you know, it's, it's great. I, I love it. It's like, I want to taste it. I want to, I want to experience it for myself. But I also realize it doesn't mean we're exempt from, from all kinds of trouble. It doesn't mean I'm just going to have this, just kick back, you know, talk about lazy summer. It's just going to be lazy summer uh, days for the rest of my life in, in the Lord. No, that's, that's not what it is. John sixteen thirty three is kind of a mirror of, of some of this. And it's Jesus saying, in this world, you have trouble, but take heart. I have overcome the world. This Psalm confirms you will, you will have some of these troubles. You will be in some of these situations, but you will be delivered out of them. You will be, if you trust in the Lord, if you taste and see, you will see his goodness. You will see his righteousness. You will be redeemed and lifted out of the pit and we will be delivered. So to take heart because of that. So back to that idea that this Psalm is almost one of those great old gospel tunes or an old spiritual, um, you know, for me, it really, it really is that in a way it's, it's, I will praise the Lord. This is what he did for me. Look, taste and see. This is this is what he'll do for you too. And as we start this series off, and each week takes a little bit different turn, I think what we'll find is that even in the midst of pain and suffering, there's an attitude of hopefulness, of joy, and of knowing that God is not done. He's up to something, and and he's going to deliver me. So in advance of that, before I see the breakthrough, before I see the miracle, before I see the deliverance of whatever it is, I'm going to praise him. And that's where David starts out in this. He's praising. As crazy as it looks to this old world, I'm going to worship and I'm going to let my, my testimony and my witness be a light that draws others to him. And all that I say, amen. I say, testify. Let's go. Let's Let's just give all the praise and all the glory back to the Lord. And I hope that's an encouragement as you listen to this today and as you're perhaps going through Psalm 34 or any other Psalms on your own, just kind of circling those promises, circling those things that you can just say, I, I trust the Lord because I know he will do this. As we wrap up today, I hope that just beyond a glance at God's word, we are willing to allow the word to, to take in and um, take root and get in us, get inside of us. And that as we soak in his word, it, it starts to transform us. It renews our minds, helps us to see a little differently, think a little differently. And that we start to see how, as we taste him, we are truly experiencing his goodness. Certainly in the ways that the the psalmist mentions here and, and beyond, knowing that he's good and he loves to bless his children. Are we able to see him as good and experience his closeness? When we are in trouble, when we are brokenhearted, when we are afraid, even when all is well and life is full, can we see that he is good?
So just that, I hope you can, you can go back and experience those things and, and, um, dive into this as well. I'd, I'd encourage you to keep studying it. Look at these verses some more. You know, there's so much waiting for us every time we open God's word. I could go back through this Psalm, uh, others that we're doing this month and, and go back in again and just mine it for further truth and just dig in and be like, wow, I missed what he said there, but that, that stands out to me this time I read it. And that, that is something that is new that I didn't consider before. And it's, it's like the word is just alive and, and breathing every time we open it. And it is because God's spirit is working on our hearts and on our minds through it. It's one of the best ways he communicates to us. And the enemy would love to keep us, keep those lines of communication closed and cut off by distracting us, um, just making us disinterested or thinking that maybe we don't have time or it's a waste of our time for the day to, to crack open the Bible and look at it. But he knows that when you do, you're going to get fed and you're going to get something that, that affects your life. So try not to neglect that time. The summer is a great time to, to just put a priority back on God's word and on, on reading scripture. I know I need that myself and to reset some priorities and just, um, perhaps these Psalms are, are a means to help you to do that as we go through them each week. Guys, I love you. Uh, I want to close with our, our theme verse, which is Ephesians 5, 15 through 17. We just take this with us from week to week, knowing that these are um, some words to guide us. Be very careful then how you live, not as unwise, but as wise, making the most of every opportunity because the days are evil. Therefore, do not be foolish, but understand what the Lord's will is. We will see you again next time. Have a great day. Hey guys, this is Derek Charles Johnson. You have been listening to the As Bold As Lines podcast. I am a blogger, a songwriter, an artist. And if you've been encouraged by this podcast, please go ahead and subscribe and share and head over to DerekCharlesJohnson.com for more encouraging content. God bless.